Hello, this is Darren. And this is Paige. And this is Where's, Where's the lemonade? lemonade? Where we talk about what happens when life throws you lemons. Make some lemonade? Uh, maybe. Some weeks it's lemon squares. Yeah, some weeks it's just lemons. Yeah. <laughs> On today's episode, we're going to talk about safeguarding your marriage when you have to spend time apart. There's several different reasons that sometimes couples have to be apart. Yes. In our situation, you travel a lot for work. I do. So it's, you know, that's our, that's our situation of being apart. And it's not always everyone's situation. In some blended families where um, you've got a joint custody or something and an and a ex lives far away, you may have to spend some time on the road taking your kids to your ex yeah i was reading that on one of these facebook groups i'm in and they have to travel five hours each way i mean each way five hours to take them to their ex and then bring them back i mean it's crazy so it's a 10 hour round trip they take turns doing that but that's crazy it is but it's crazy that's time apart the key here is that it's time apart from your spouse right and so other than i mean sometimes people work really long hours we have friends like that that they're working you know, at least five days a week, 12 hours a day, sometimes 13 hours a day. Sometimes long commutes. We see that sometimes. Yes. Or maybe your schedules, maybe your spouse works graveyard. You work during days. You never see each other. Yes. We've we've read a lot about this in our Facebook groups. We also have had um, friends that their spouse has been deployed. Yeah, military. First off, thank you for all of, all the military people out there and all that you do for us. We have several friends that are involved in that, and we appreciate that very much. We do, and we know the hardship that you go through when you're separated from your family for a while. Yes, very, very difficult. Um, so, yeah, so those are some of the reasons why you might be spending time apart. Well, why is that so dangerous? Oh, my goodness, because you start kind of living different lives, right? Yeah, absolutely. And you get into these patterns of... Um, living your new life without your spouse around because this is what I've got to do to survive. And, uh, yeah, that can cause some problems in your marriage. You know, it's so important um, that the military even has programs now to help when someone's been deployed and they come back to help the spouse and um, whoever was deployed reunite um, with each other and learn how to now live together again. Right. Um, which I'm, I'm very happy. I mean, the military's figured this out, that that's an important thing. Too bad they don't do that for you know, business travelers. Yeah, why doesn't Intel have a program for us? That... I, I don't know. Maybe I should ask for that. <laughs> no, but, and one of the reasons that we are talking about this is Darren just got back from being gone for several days this week. He was gone for several days the week before. Darren is gone frequently for work. And... I'm going to be gone this week. Um, that's that's yeah, pretty. Yeah, in three or four weeks, we'll see each other three or four days. Yeah, that's pretty rare that I'm gone, but it just happens, you know, so happens that I'm going away this week. And so, yeah, I, I miss you, babe. I miss you too. So in today's podcast, we're going to talk about the perils of being apart. Yes. And then also, what can you do to help protect your marriage when you're apart and how to uh, stay connected? And this isn't just for blended families. This is for Everybody. all marriages, yeah. right? Absolutely.
perils of being apart. There's lots of them. Um, I would say maybe the biggest one is you start to kind of disconnect emotionally, wouldn't you think? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because when I travel, I'm <laughs> my evenings are mine, right? Right. So now I've got this whole evening where normally I'm here in the house helping kids do homework, you know, helping You're cook dinner. Helping cook dinner? Or cooking dinner. <laughs> I don't know know if we've mentioned this in the podcast, but when was the last time I cooked dinner, babe? It's been a while. (laughs) I'm not going to say years, but it's been about three months. I'm not really counting. Well, because when you're gone... You don't really. It's I just, just when you're gone, I just have Sam. Because when you're gone, the your your kids stay with your ex. Yes. Um, and I just have Sam, and I am certainly not going to cook dinner for Sam and I. I mean, no. No, Sam would be happy if he just ate potato soup every night. Oh, absolutely. So I don't, and I don't really care about dinner. I'll eat a piece of toast. In fact, I'm happier eating a piece of toast. So, and then we've been apart so much. And then kind of the times you've been home, we've actually been gone someplace. So we've yeah, eaten. Yeah, it's, like, been, it's, it's been, been kind, kind of crazy. crazy. But, but I mean, the whole point here is that you start feeling a little disconnected. Um, both the person that's traveling and also the person that's staying home. Well, and this is a good point, which this isn't even in our notes. We don't get down a routine, right? Our routine is kind of all messed up when someone's traveling. Yes, that's true. So, you know, that's just, I just started thinking about that all of a sudden is the reason I'm not cooking is, be, I mean, like we're not in this routine of, oh, you know, I cook dinner at night and da, 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 because you're gone and then we're out of town and then you're gone and you know what I mean so so but now that school's back in maybe your routine it's an important aspect it is um, because routine helps kids um, feel stability as well so that's that's one of the perils of, of traveling a lot yeah. for work is disconnection um, stability at home all those things uh, start falling apart but yes yeah, so like you said you spend your evenings usually you go out to dinner with co-workers or yep. you know people in your sales group whatever right you go out to dinner and then you go sit in your hotel room and sometimes you want to try and call me and talk to me but i'm doing something with sam you know we're doing homework or we're out somewhere and we don't get a chance to talk and i feel disconnected so you know i i try and find something we'll talk about that later on what to do with that extra time that you yeah. have yeah but i can see how that would make you feel you know, oh, well, they're just living, you know, their life without me right now, right? They're doing their thing, and I'm just sitting here in my hotel room. Yeah, I'm missing out what's going on at home. Right, right. So that's that's probably the biggest, you know, negative of being apart is that emotional disconnect. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, and then you are missing out on what's going on at home, right? So you don't feel apart. No, I don't. And I don't feel resentment towards that, but we talked a little bit about resentment on, on this. Some people might feel resentment. Well, I wanted to help with, with that fourth grade project on California missions. I didn't get to. Yeah, I don't understand that. Yeah, I yeah. am. <laughs> I, I like doing those. I would never feel resentment on not being a part of that. But, but. you do feel resentment sometimes when I travel. Um, yeah. Or you used to more, but not as much anymore. I, yeah, I don't really feel that way anymore. But I certainly have friends... Um, that feel that way when their husbands travel. Well, because, oh, I went to a Brazilian steakhouse. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, that's nice that you just ate at this fancy restaurant for, you know, for free. For All right, your work pays for it. So, 
oh, well, you know, I had a piece of toast for dinner and, you know, Sam had chicken nuggets. So that that actually doesn't bother me. Um, Oh, I'm glad. Yeah, But we know people that that bothers. Yes, it bothers them a lot. And it's like, oh, well, isn't that nice for you? I'm at a concert and um, I don't know, Lenny Kravitz plays at this concert, so I get to see... Lenny Kravitz live. Yeah, yeah, you did get to see that. That that actually did that. That doesn't bother me. I'm I'm, I'm usually kind of happy for you. Like, oh well, that, I'm because I feel bad usually that you're in your hotel room by yourself. So I actually am glad when you get to do, to something, do something like that. Yeah. You know, sometimes though, I feel like like um, this last trip I was in Chicago and I was staying right next to the House of Blues. Yeah. And I said, man, maybe I'll get back to my hotel room. And I will, you know, after this dinner, and I'll go to the House of Blues and, and, and go and listen to music. And I thought, gosh, I really wish Paige was here to come with right. me. So I didn't go. Well, and I think that happens a lot of times when you travel. You you typically don't go out and do very much because you want to do, you know. I want to do it with you. I want to stay by yourself. No, it's yeah. not. Yeah, But so, yeah, so feelings of resentment, they are there for sure. Um, like I said, with me, with you going out to dinner or going to a concert or... Do you remember when a couple of years ago you went to Disney? It was a California Adventure. Oh yeah, I went to California Adventure for a big sales kickoff. And you called called me and you're like, "Yeah, I'm at Cars Land, which I've actually never been to because it's yeah, always been I so went crowded. on the Cars ride like five times in a row. Yeah, because <laughs> Intel had rented it out; like there was hardly anyone yeah. there. But it wasn't for anybody's families. It was just for yeah, the employees. Just for which the employees. seemed just so silly. But yeah, you called me. You're like, well, I'm on the Cars ride. and The kids were all super jealous. Yeah. And I don't feel jealous in those moments. I feel sad. Like, I wish we could do this together. Yeah. But you felt the same way. You were like, this is kind of silly that I'm doing this without you. But so, yeah, those feelings of resentment, I, for a lot of people, can creep in that they're missing out on something really fun that you're doing. Yeah, right? so you got to be careful of that because yep. resentment in your marriage is a really bad thing. You don't want that. Well, what about when you were out of town and I went to Six Flags with Sam and some friends? Did you feel sad missing out on Six Flags? No, because I get sick on those rides. <laughs> so I And it's hot, and I'm, I, I just normally um, am the uh, pack mule for those yeah, but okay, do you? So. But sometimes when you're gone, I'll go. And you to go our, do fun things. Yeah, I'll I go do like fun things. Out. I'll go to one of our friends' houses for dinner. Do you? You feel kind of. Yeah, I feel left, left out. out. Or yeah. you guys go and see a movie I wanted to go see. Right. In fact, one time it was Spider Man. Yes. You guys went and saw the movie, and I was like, "You guys couldn't wait two days for me to get home." <laughs> so I went and saw the movie myself. That yeah, afternoon. I remember that. Because so, sometimes we're sitting here going, we, you know, we still yeah, want to continue life, continue and, life and do some. But I can see how you would feel that way. So I am glad that you went and saw that. Yeah. So all right, another thing is when you come home, not yes. just when you're gone, but when you come home, things have changed. Well, the sometimes. person, the person that's at home has been completely in charge, right? Like the person that's at home and the other person's gone we have to take care of everything. We're in charge. We're making all the decisions. And then the person comes home and wants to start, you know, getting right back in there. And you're like, well, hold on. I've been making all the decisions. And now you're just trying to slide back in here. Well, and and before, you know, we're making decisions together. Right. So, yeah, it is a little bit different because things have changed in the house maybe. Maybe a rule that you had before has been modified because of the situation, whatever it is. And most of the time, 
you should be communicating with your spouse, but I would say most of the time that doesn't happen on small things. No, because you're not here. I'm not going to go, hold on a second. I'm going to go make a call, phone call. Yeah, let me call your dad and we'll <laughs> yeah. figure out what's going on. Right. No, so, it's, so that's a that's a hard thing too because you're feeling, now you're feeling like you're not part of the family anymore. Yes. Another feeling, and I definitely feel this one, is sometimes you're overwhelmed um, by being alone and no one to share in, you know, a burden or something that's happening while you're gone and you know, something goes wrong, a child's having an emotional crisis, something breaks in the house. You know what I mean? Just not having someone to share that burden with, um, you know, can can be well, overwhelming. Yeah, because everything's riding on your shoulders now. Right. Where before, there were two of you. You're able to do it. There's no doubt about it. Yes. And see, this. these feelings are different than when I was, because I was a single mom for two years, right? Right. And there's a lot of single moms out there. It's different because it is just you. There is no one that you're counting on. And so you don't have these feelings because it's just you, right? So your your whole attitude is different. But when you know there's someone there to share the burden with. And you're used to that. And you're used to it. Yeah. Then you go, oh, well, that's kind, kind of, of feeling overwhelmed. Right. He's off at, uh, you know, he's off at some meeting somewhere or he's at the House of Blues. Did you, go to, the house. Did 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 you go to the house? Tell me, did you go to the house? I have blues? a picture outside of it. I really wanted to go inside, but I thought, man, I need to bring Paige back to Chicago. Well, and you sent me that video right outside your hotel room. There was a big fireworks show. Oh, that was, yeah, that's it. We'll talk about that in the next section, but it's including your family and the fun things that you're doing too. So, yes, yes, definitely. So that's, uh, that's important. Another thing that we have on here is anxiety. Now there's two parts to this anxiety Okay. when you're apart. One is can I handle everything that's going on right. when you're home? And the other one is when you're away. Right. Right? Is everything going to be taken care of? Yes. Right, right, right. You know, when you're at home and you're helping take care of things, and we split up, um, I wouldn't call them chores, but we split up responsibilities. Yeah. I mean, it's right? not like we write them down and say, you do this no, and I do but, that. But, but they change. Just, so you yeah. think, oh, wait, what if, what if, um, you know, Paige forgets about that one thing that I always do on Wednesdays. Right. Or for us, it's the garbage. Yeah. It's silly. Yep. Did the garbage get put out Friday morning? Right. I normally put the garbage out. Right. Is Paige going to remember to put the garbage out if I'm traveling on Friday? Paige, Paige does. She does. It's amazing. <laughs> but that anxiety can build up, especially if you're carrying a lot of the burden mostly. Right. Well, and you just have these thoughts in your head. Oh, is this happening? Is this, is this going to be get taken? I can see that. I can see that. Well, and we we even read about one lady who um, she had a hard time waking up, and her husband always woke her up in the morning to get things going. Right? right. He'd wake up and then say, "All right, um, I'll wake you up before I head into work." So, and so her anxiety was is that she would forget to wake up. Right. And then the kids wouldn't get to school on time. You right. know. Small things like that that we take granted for can cause that anxiety. Definitely. Now, here's something that I think it does happen to you, a physical toll on the person that's traveling, whether it be a commute, whether it be, you know, a long um, haul to take kids back and forth, whether it be uh, physically on an airplane, which is you, there's a physical toll that is taken. You think so? Tell me. Well, I don't. I don't know. Don't I look the same as when we first got married? 
Yes, your hair is still white. He's rubbing his his sexy body here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> overweight body. So I, I found that travel for me actually is hard to. I it is hard my physical body. I normally take a red eye out, so I'm not missing time here at home. Yep. And my travel time is when I'm sleeping. And sleeping on an airplane is not the same as sleeping in your bed. It is not. So, in fact, one of my friends just said recently when I was, they were like, oh, where's Darren this week? And I'm like, oh, he went to Ottawa and Chicago. And and they were like, how does he keep up with all these different time zones? And just, you know, you seem to just snap right back into it. But I, but you don't. I mean, you know, I think you were, you wake up at 4 a.m. instead of, I mean, you're just, you don't, you don't snap right back. You don't get the sleep that maybe you would if no, you were home No, I probably all the time. don't. I, I normally only get about so, five to six hours sleep a night. What do you think? Do you feel like there's a physical toll on well, you? Well, abso- I think there absolutely is. I'm out of routine. Um, and even even a doctor said, you know, hey, if you're traveling a lot, it's hard to lose weight. It's hard to stay in shape. Right. Right. So, and there's lots of travel tips uh, to overcome that. But when you're spanning time zones all the time, your your body takes a toll. Yeah, that's tough. That's really tough. Okay, and then we have emotional isolation. Tell me about that. Well, that's when you're feeling kind of disconnected um, emotionally. So a lot of times in the hotel room at night, I'm by myself. And I just, I want to talk wait, to wait, you. Wait, wait, wait. A lot of times you're by yourself in your hotel room? <laughs> I'm always Let's by talk about that. <laughs> Who else is in your hotel room, baby? Sometimes it's you, baby. <laughs> okay, that's good. No one else, right? No one else. Okay, okay. Okay, now get so, back to that. But you're you're sitting there by yourself and it gets it just gets lonely. I always have the TV on. Yes. Right? Um, but it it gets lonely. Right. So I try and find things to do. I've got lots of work. I started another podcast called Rise of the Stack Developer for Work. Ooh, I like how you got that in. I know. Nice. Yeah, nice. Nicely done. But, you know, it's, it's techno geek stuff. It's not the same. It's a boring podcast compared to this one. Because I don't have the banter. I can't talk to someone. Right. Because I'm by myself. Yeah. So it's not the same. So you, you start feeling kind of emotionally left out of things that are going on at home. Well, especially when, like I said, you'll try and call to talk to us. And I'm like, oh, sweetie, you know, we're in the middle of watching a show or we're out to dinner or we're, you know what I mean? And I, I feel bad when I can't take those phone well, calls from especially you. Especially when I'm, when I'm three time zones away or eight right. time zones away. Yes. Which has been the case in the past. Yep. So it can get, it can get really difficult. Things you have to watch out for. Okay, we talked about all the perils, all the bad parts about being apart. Let's talk about what you're going to do about it because there's going to, it's going to happen. We read a statistic about a number of people that actually travel for work. Yes, the divorce rate is higher in, in couples that have someone that travels. So you've got to figure out ways to protect. And the number of people traveling for work has is, is gone up dramatically. Um, over 105 million people travel for work now right and i don't want this podcast just to be about people that travel for work i mean we have a lot of friends that they're one of their spouses works really long hours that can be just as just you know just as taxing on your marriage if you don't you know figure out how to um spend time together and keep that emotional connection so here's some tips that we ran into that have helped us the number one connect every day yes so skype we like to skype um, text. We text a lot. 
Yeah, in fact, I have to sometimes be careful when I'm presenting, like in front of a conference on my laptop that I turn my texting off because my texts show up on my on my computer and on my phone. So sometimes if I forget to do that, there's some embarrassing texts coming my way. I say like, hey, sexy boyfriend. Yeah, and, and that's... <laughs> People laugh at the conference and then afterwards, you know, my boss is like going, really, Darren? We don't really need that. That has happened a time or two. Just a time or two. I'm yes. getting better at remembering to turn that off. Yes. But I appreciate the little text. How are you doing, honey? Good morning. Right. Right. I know when you've woken up in the morning. Cause I've, you know, if I'm in a different time zone, I've already been up for hours. And you know what? I enjoy it too. I wake up. And I always look to see, oh, did he text me? Did he say, you know, good morning, baby? And I do that. Those th- those little things are really important. They sound like little things, but you're right. They're a big deal. Yep. Yep. So we also try our best on connecting every day on Skyping every night. Not yep. just a phone call, but actually seeing each other. Yes, we do. So, and that's a that's an important thing because there's a lot of nonverbal communication that happens. Right. And uh, you'll be able to pick up on what's really going on at home. Exactly. Another way to um, kind of protect your marriage when you're spending time apart is make sure you're sharing all the little things that go on. So that's why I hate when we're in a big time zone difference because you'll go to, you'll be asleep and I couldn't have talked, talked to you that day. And, and then I forget by the time the next day comes, I might've forgotten some of the little things that I wanted to share with you. Yeah, there could be like an eight or nine hour time shift. Right. From the time something happened to the time I get to talk to you. Right. And then I might have forgotten. And then like a week or two later, I'm like, oh, remember when that happened? And you're like, no, you didn't tell me. And so it's just little things like that. But just, you know, make sure you're sharing all the little things. But be careful, especially if you have little kids. I think this really goes to those families. If you have little kids, don't spend your entire conversation with your spouse telling them all of the horrible things that went wrong that day. Yeah, Johnny pooped his pants and got over everything in the store when we were there. Yeah, yeah, and -and so-and-so, you know, spilled their milk and, you know, they hit their head. And I mean, it's just, you know what I mean? Because when kids are little, it it is tough. It is really tough when you're by yourself. And you tend to want to, you know, vent all these things, right? But you do need to vent some. You do, and that's why it's a it's a it's a balance because then the person that's away feels a little helpless, right? Like, what can I do to help? Right. Do you want me to fly home right now? Right. I mean, that's really hard. And then you start feeling guilty. Yes. Yes. So you got to find that balance of where, and I think every marriage is different of where how much you can share without the other person feeling too terrible that they're not home helping you. Right. And always make sure that you're sharing happy things. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's very important. Um, have Oh, I like this one. Don't romanticize your spouse's life. Yeah, so, so what do you mean? Well, like the person that's traveling usually, right, is, oh, you know, what a great time they just had. They got to go to that Brazilian steakhouse and they got to, you know, spend the evening chatting with adults. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a big Usually deal. the person left at home is not chatting with no, adults. No, they're typically chatting with, you know, five-year-olds and snotty yes, noses. Right. So you start to go, oh, that must be nice, right? That they're having this grand right, old life. Yeah, and you get to do all that and I'm stuck here at home with... You know. Yeah, you get to sit in this hotel room and watch whatever show you want without, you know, without having to feed anyone I get dinner. So bo- I, it's so hard in hotel rooms unless they have Netflix, right? But 
I have to start watching commercials and finding something on oh TV. Oh my gosh. Can we just bring up how the other day when I was talking to you and you were in a hotel room yep. and I said, oh, what are you doing? And you go, I'm watching... What were you watching? Some mom? Oh, it was so funny. Dance mom. Oh, my God. I could I not believe like, you were watching this. I needed something, some noise in the background so that I didn't feel so lonely. And I was working on my computer. So I had dance moms up. <laughs> Holy cow, what a train wreck. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like that car accident when you're driving on the freeway and, that you have to slow down and look and see what happened. That's dance moms, people. It was funny. As I'm on the phone with him, he was like, oh, honey, you won't believe what just happened. And I'm going, I, I, who are you? Because we don't I, watch was, shows like it this was hilarious. at all. No, we don't. It was hilarious. Which brings up another tip that we have. Yes. Watch a show with your spouse. Even if you're far away, try and find something that you guys can watch together. It doesn't have to be on the phone at the same time, but that you watch that day that you could talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. And we've done that a lot. Yeah, like, oh, have. did you watch that episode that, you know, I watched today? And yeah, I said, yeah, yeah. Would you think of this? Yeah. That, that keeps you that connection that you need. Yep. Right. So finding things that you can still do together. Another thing that we did that way was we would read. Yes. At night when we read um, our scriptures or, you know, things like that. If we, you still call in and we do it together. Yeah. So we try and keep in that routine, that night nightly routine that we have with the kids. Yep. Try and be included in there if you can. Yep. I love that. Um, don't spend time alone with coworkers or friends of the opposite sex. I know this might not be popular for some of our listeners. But this is really important. I think it's, it is really important. I mean, the statistics show it is really important. You're not going out there thinking that that's going to lead to anything or even planning on it. But the more you're traveling, then all of a sudden you're like, well, I can confide in this person over here. And then next thing you find, you're in trouble. Yeah, after you're done with work, oh, hey, let's go get, you know, Obviously, we don't drink, but we, you know, let's go get something to eat together. And then all of a sudden, yeah, you're sharing things. And yeah, so it's important to avoid that. Yes. Now, you go out to, you go out a lot with multiple people. I mean, because that's yeah, we part try of your and job. Yeah, we not do it alone. Yeah, right? that's, that's part of your key, job, right? To, yeah. And, you know, so you do go out with groups of people, but rarely, rarely one on one. It yeah. happens sometimes, but yeah, rarely. Rarely. Okay. Oh, here's another one for you. Yes. When you're at home. Yes. Don't impulse buy on Amazon. What are you talking about? <laughs> I never done such a thing in the last day. In the last day. You've been good. <laughs> Actually, you've been really good the I've last month. Really I've been really proud good. of you. Yeah. Amazon has only been at our house like three times in the last 30 days. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been amazed. But this has actually turned out to be a big problem. We read about it. Yeah. That that loneliness that you're feeling, the kids are all in bed now. You're sitting there or they're at school and you're at home. You have the quiet time in your house now and you're feeling you're missing your husband a little bit. You fill that void with buying things. Because you get this kind of rush from buying something new. I mean, I, trust me, it is a real thing for me. I don't know if it is for you. Is it more for women than men? I would don't you know. say? I don't know. But it I don't is know, a, but I've I've yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, and it's a rush for me to buy something new and just feel like, oh, I've got this when it's gonna be here in two days. Yeah. Get, like it is. Wait. It's 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 a little rush. So if you are going to impulse buy, keep it under like twenty bucks. <laughs> just keep it safe. Twenty bucks yeah. a week? 
a day? That would be up to the individual yeah. couples, right? But this could be a source of real contention. It could be. Right. So you got to be careful, right? Of, yes. When all of sudden that things. person gets home and it's like, oh, what are all these packages that are here? Or all of a sudden you're getting these emails in your, you know, from Amazon going, another package is delivered, another package is delivered. Yeah. So that can be a real source of contention. For so sure. yeah, so be, be wary of that. Yes. Another really uh, thing to um, make sure is that you leave when your spouse leaves to go on a trip, that you leave on a good note. Yes. We have had times where we have left in maybe an argument or something like that. It's and awful. It stinks. It really stinks. In fact, there's a syndrome called pre-separation anxiety syndrome that we read about. Yeah. And it's where couples always fought before someone had to go on a business trip or be apart for some time. Right. And I can see how that can happen because your anxiety is high, like, oh, they're leaving again and I'm going to be alone and blah, blah, blah. So you got to watch for that and do your best to leave on a good note. Yes. And... There's something that you have done several times, and I've tried to do. You've done it well, for, for me more it. than you've done it too. More than I've done it for you, though, is you will leave notes, um, little post-it notes, little post-it notes. I'll open up my drawer, and there'll be a note that says, "You know, I can't wait to see you." Or I'll open up my sock drawer, and you'll have a note in there that says, "Well, you I love put you. things in my luggage yep. that I didn't find for a couple days." Yeah, and I remember the one time that you did that, and I hadn't dug through my luggage yet because I must have been traveling crazy. And so when I finally got to it, it was two days later, and I, and I said, thank you. And he goes, you're welcome. But I could tell that you were like, well, why didn't you tell me that two days ago <laughs> when you first got there? <laughs> you didn't find it for a while. I didn't find it for a while. But yes, it's little things like that. In fact, those notes that you put up, I think like over a year ago, I still yeah, have Some of up. them are still up. Yeah. I love like opening my sock drawer and I see this, you know, I love you. I think it's really sweet. So just little things like that mean so much. Remember, your best friend should be your spouse. And you are. You're my best friend by far. Absolutely. Oh, I love you. You're I so sweet. I love you too. I, I want to share everything with you. And that's the last thing that we have on there that we didn't even mention was, if possible, bring your spouse along. <gasps> yes. That's always fun. There's a whole nother episode on on you know how to, tra- how to do business travel with your spouse because... It's not always perfect. It is not. And we have had some We've trips had some great trips and we've had some pretty sour ones. Where I was like, why did I bother to come? Yes. Yes. That because can be another Because you episode. want to be with me? Yeah, but I wasn't. That <laughs> no, was the problem. <laughs> that was the problem. Now you got to, you know, experience when I got snowed in uh, that one time in D.C., sitting in the hotel by myself, twiddling my thumbs without a way to get in. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Lemonade moment of the week. Here we go, people. This one's a doozy. <laughs> I don't know about that. So, well, I think it is. Okay. Um, it seems like every time that I travel, something breaks in the house. That is a fact. Why? I don't know. So, so are you sabotaging things? <laughs> yes. So the, yes. to get me to come back home? Is yes. Because you've never <laughs> once come back home because something is broken, by the way. No, I haven't. <laughs> if you were really sick. Yes, Which, of course. Yeah, of course. I've done you've, that before. You've actually offered to come home because I've been sick before. Yeah, but yeah. I have. Um, so this time, our upstairs AC broke. Okay, well, first of all, we have to back up just a touch. So about two months ago... I was traveling, yeah. We were traveling. Okay, let me back up even further. Last summer, our AC stopped working. 
we had this guy come out who we really like. He seems like a really honest guy. He fixes our air and says, you're going to be lucky to get another summer out of this because it is their original air conditioning units. And this house is 20, 28 years old, eight years old. So he's like, I don't know how long this is going to last. Okay. So we get through last summer. We're like, sweet. About two months ago, you're out of town. The air stops working. The upstairs air stops working. And he comes and anyway, he fixes it. He said it's a temporary fix with duct tape that he, you know, fixed something up, up in the attic. It's a bad, it's a bad um, switch is yes. what it is. So he was like, I duct taped it. I have no idea how long this is going to last for you. And we were like, hey, thanks. And he gave us a quote and we just about died at how much it's yeah, going to cost. 15 grand. Yeah. To put a new yeah. AC no, image. thanks. So fast forward to just a couple days ago. Sam and I are going to bed. I start walking up the stairs. And as I'm walking up the stairs, it's getting hotter and hotter and hotter. And first of all, it was 106 degrees outside that day. Thank you very much, California. So it is probably 15 degrees hotter upstairs. And I'm going, oh, no. And I look down at the, what's it called? The Echo B? The Echo B, yeah. Thermostat? Yeah, yeah, the display. it's, It's just dark. So I went, oh, no, it's done. It's off. So... So she it, gives me a call. It's what? No, you texted me. I texted you because I knew you'd probably be asleep because it was one in the morning where you were. Yep. So I texted you and said, AC has stopped working. I had, well, because I'm an old man, I had to wake up and use the bathroom at one in the morning. <laughs> it's pretty normal for me. So I see the text. I call you. And I said, and you said, you know, may, if it's that switch, I might be able to walk you through it. And I said, you know what? I'm tired. I've got all my fans surrounding me. I literally like, barricaded myself with fans so i said i'm gonna be fine tonight we'll go through this in the morning so went to sleep the next morning you skyped me with your co-worker in the car well, that was the only time we could do it <laughs> so I, i'm in the car i'm on i'm on skype Paige is crawling in the attic and i told her duct tape a pile of quarters and a light that and the ladder so you can get up in the attic yep so she had that all ready we got it all working. Well, first of all, you said, are you going to be able to pull yourself up into the attic, honey? And were you able to? Absolutely. Yes, I'm like, who are you talking to? <laughs> who are you talking to? But no, after I said that, I went, I hope I can pull myself up there. Because it is. Cause it's kind of tough. The ladder ends and you still have to pull yourself up into the attic. But yes, I got up there. I asked for all the rats if there was any up there to go away. There wasn't. Thank the squirrels you. chased them away. Yeah. I'm like, ratty rat rats, please go away. But there was none. So I get up there, you you lead me to where the switch is, and we're hoping that's what this is. Cause well, because I fixed the switch before myself, right. so I kind of figured that's what it might be. Yeah, and we're thinking if it's not the switch, then the unit's probably dead. Yeah, and we're gonna have to get it replaced, and we're gonna and it's a hundred and five outside. So I we go over it, we find out that it is the switch, and you tell me to shimmy some quarters in there. It's pretty funny. I put duct tape over it. And she did a great job. I know. And it started back up. And your coworker, Helen, if she's listening, I think she was appalled that we're literally holding our air conditioner together with quarters <laughs> and duct tape. Hey, that's hey, that's how we roll. That's people. how we roll here. She was like, seriously, guys? Seriously? <laughs> and I'm like, hey, that's how we roll. So if you need your air conditioner fixed. Uh, Paige is available. I'm available. I got my quarters. I got my duct tape. I'll be on my way. If you like today's episode, give us five stars on iTunes, Spotify, Google. 
And head to Facebook and like us. And check out our blog at wheresthelemonade.org. Where you can leave questions and comments. And, but most of all, go out and make some lemonade. You betcha, baby. On our next episode, we're going to talk about back to school with blended families. Fun times, people, oh, homework, yeah. lunches, school supplies. School supplies. 